What's up, everybody? You are now listening to the Sip and Spill podcast. On this show, we sip on drinks while spilling the tea on dating and relationships. I'm your host, Venice Antoinette, joined with host Amber Monique. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating. Also, make sure you follow us on social media at Sip and Spills. Again, that's at S-I-P-A-N-D. S-P-I-L-L-S across all social media. Now, let's get started. I ain't never lied to my girl in my life, but I can't lie, I got a girl on the side. I can't keep it low, I ain't trying to keep it quiet. One is my girl and the other is my wife. I know you're wondering where my head at, but I got it in the bag, you could bet that. In this week's episode, we interview Grammy-nominated rapper, songwriter, and engineer, Swoop, alongside with his wife, Amani. Swoop recently dropped his EP, Two for One, about his wife, and we get the inside scoop and advice on marriage, his EP, and more. Check out Swoop's EP, Two for One, on SoundCloud. All of the information will be down below in the description box. Now, let's get started. Send me something that I can't rap. I said I'd be on my way ASAP. I didn't hit a lick, I didn't hit a lick. Can't wait to get home like I did a bit. Uh, so for those listening, we have Swoop and his wife here, and we're here to talk today about his EP that recently dropped, Two for One. So our first question is um, specifically for you, Swoop. We, re- we were watching your most recent interview with Track Stars, um, and one thing that really stood out to us was kind of when you were discussing how you don't like to rush to put projects out. Um, and it looked like you had also spoke about this on Rapzilla before as well. And you kind of quoted your father saying that um, if you don't have anything to say, um, don't say anything at all or something along those lines. So our question is, what was it that you had to say that made you want to drop this project? Uh, I don't know if it was that I had to say it more than it was a good time and I felt compelled to say it. So okay. the thing I say on the EP about my wife, I felt about her gradually increasing since I met her in 2001. Oh, okay. Wow, 2001, that's so dope, congratulations. I know, that's so beautiful. <laughs> so being though, a lot of the content was based on your marriage and your wife, is that a conversation you had before you started creating the music? Did you discuss that or let her know this is gonna be a topic? Uh, not necessarily, uh, I mean, I create most of my music at home, Okay. So they, they hear everything from conception to articulation uh, to release. Um, so as things were being developed, we started discussing like, hey, do you feel comfortable with me saying this? Is it okay if I X, Y, Z? But there was no proactive conversation like, yo, I'm getting ready to write an album about you. It wasn't nothing <laughs> right. like it was. Yeah. As the music is happening, um, I love being an organic artist. I love saying things that are true. I don't ever listen to my music and be like, oh, I didn't know that was true. And kind of find it really wasn't. Um, so this was very easy because I just got to talk about my everyday life. Um, but no, there wasn't a, a proactive like warning that I'm getting. <laughs> How did you feel about that, Imani, when you, you know, figured out what the concept of the next project would be? Uh, I thought it was sweet. He's, uh, he's very, um, like he said, true and authentic to what he's like really feeling in his heart and what's going on 
So, I mean, that's good to know that he was in a good space and we're in a great space to where he even wanted to write about me positively and <laughs> what our relationship is. Yeah. So, I mean, it was very sweet. But yeah, I just I love the concept behind the entire EP, and um, we definitely wanted to focus on the song Two for One because um, the topic we kind of want to hit on is basically keeping your relationship and your marriage fresh. Mm -hmm. And I love how you kind of did the play on with like, I have a wife and a girlfriend. My wife is my girlfriend, basically. <laughs> um, so like, what made you? Is that something that you guys like kind of? came together about or is that an idea that you came up with yourself like what how did that all originate uh i think the like the big conversation was we we moved to for me we moved to atlanta four years ago okay um when we got down here i remember having a conversation with a guy and i was talking about imani you know we have so much fun and we're best friends and, da, 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 da. and he stopped and paused and was surprised it was like you really, really like your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy concept. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Don't. So it made me start to look around. And unfortunately, I was not able to find a lot of couples that like each other. They love each other. They are committed to each other. They will sacrifice for each other and things like that. But y'all don't like each other. Mm -hmm. um, so that started the process of I want to talk about this. And as you as you spoke about earlier, I don't rush to put projects out. So that was four years ago that I was like, this is already a reality that I live in. And now I want to talk about it. That was 2015 and it didn't come out till 2019. Wow. Wow. That's dope. So for Amani's side, do you look at him as well as like a boyfriend, husband type role too? She better. <laughs> our story is that we were friends first and so I mean he really is my best friend and so then oh my gosh <laughs> like we really like each other so it's like yeah it's not like a husband and wife can feel like a duty sometimes and so I like the idea of the play of wife and girlfriend because that's like when you think about dating, it's like, oh, that's fun, and that's whatever, and you have both of those things, and not that marriage is just a duty, but I think, like you guys said, it just reminds you to keep things fresh, keep dating each other, keep enjoying each other in that manner in the midst of the day-to-day. -day. You get the duty and the boot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amani, it's clear you're killing it in that department, so what can you share for all the wives out there? Like, how can you do a good job of being both the girlfriend and the wife and keeping things excited? Um, I think knowing your spouse and being in tune with that is important. So like knowing what they like, knowing what they enjoy, as well as what you enjoy, because it is obviously you guys are in it together. So I, um, and keeping that as a priority. And to be honest, Alan really had to help me with that. Sorry, Swoop. Swoop was our last name, so it's always weird for me to call him Swoop because that's our last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what was I saying about that? I just want to I helped you with that. Oh, yeah, he helped me with that because, like, we had kids, we had a lot of kids really quickly. And so I think for there was like a stint where you're just like trying to keep your head above water and you're trying to be a mom and you're trying to be a good wife. And he's like, no, babe, we're going on a date. We're going on a date. And I think in turn, that helped for me to help to prioritize like, all right, it's important for 
us to keep this fresh and keep this enjoyable because these kids will be up out of here and we'll be like, who are you? Mm-hmm. That's so true. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of family, one, I have to like point out how much I love the, co- like at the beginning of the video for two for one, you had your kids kind of running across the mm-hmm. kitchen before the scene goes into YouTube. Um, but something like I love that because you're so open about your family and who your wife is and your love for them but I do feel a lot of artists kind of like try to hide that so what makes you so comfortable to like express to the world you know this is my family these are my kids this is my wife I say to people all the time uh, when I die if nobody says I'm a good rapper I'm okay if nobody said I was a great producer, I'm okay. Great musician, da 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 I pride myself on people looking back on the legacy that I left and saying he really loved Jesus, he really loved his wife, and he really loved his kids. Everything else comes second to all of those things. So for me, it's like, yeah, why not? The things that I cherish the most, why would I not? Everybody else is doing it. Like, if I, if I name certain rappers, like, man, you really enjoy your money, you really enjoy your success, you really enjoy your X, Y, and Z. Nothing is wrong with those things. The things mm-hmm. that I cherish the most, um, especially because I ain't got a lot of money, is, uh, <laughs> is my family, is my wife. So um, the kids were there when we were shooting two for one and they were actually running around in real life. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of me being like, shut up and sit down, it was like, why don't y'all just get in the video? And they felt like a part and they'll remember that you know, when we're, you know, 50, 67 years old, like I remember being in my daddy's video and da da da. So those are the things that I pride myself on. So. Yeah, I love that. Cause before, when uh, Amber and I first watched the video, we were saying how it kind of helps too with the, like the concept of the video, because when you're first speaking of the wife and you have like the kids running around and then you go into like the girlfriend role, it was kind of like, I love the transition of it. So it was, it was a beautiful, all around project like I love the entire project um another song I wanted to kind of point out was Catch 22 um did you want to ask a specific question on that because yeah, we I, had some feelings on that song. I guess it basically <laughs> just goes into again like you sharing the transparency of your family and your relationship but we noticed it seemed like that had the theme of you know when you're trying to move past something but it's kind of hard so what tips would you guys give to somebody that's trying to forgive and move on, but having a hard time in a relationship? Um, I think it's very very tough to move on on when you know you're right. right. Mm. Knowing that you're right right and thinking that you're right right are two different things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you know you're right, there's no other option. option. It's like what I said was right. Anything else that said is wrong. So if you're saying anything other than what I said, you're wrong and will never be able to move on until you get on my side of the page. If I think I'm right, I can approach things with an open hand. Like, yo, I genuinely believe that this is the right course of action, but I'm a human being. I've made mistakes before. I'll make mistakes again. I could be wrong in this. One of the running things that we say is, if I know that the answer is two to two plus two is four, but she feels like the answer to two plus two is five, I have to at least acknowledge her feelings first. Now we're gonna get back to, that's not right. We're gonna get, (laughs) but if I don't acknowledge her feelings, I'm telling her she's not important. I'm telling her she's less than, 
I'm telling her I'm superior. I'm the man. I'm the X, Y, and Z. You need to get on. And it's like, I would never want anyone to approach me that way ever. Um, so there's a certain level of grace that has to be extended in order to move on. And grace comes with the knowledge that I could be wrong. Yeah, that is such a good point. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's such a problem that a lot of couples run into. They can't see it that way. It's just yeah. everyone thinks I know I'm right all the time. Never right. like anybody. But you don't else. acknowledge the other person's feelings. Mm -hmm. Was that song the hardest song for you to write? It was actually the easiest, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, oh. I was writing. Uh, I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wrote this song. <laughs> oh, really? Now, <laughs> uh, I wrote Catch Twenty Two for another artist, uh, and I was in LA doing some sessions in '16, and uh, we were there for three weeks. And every morning we would get up, have breakfast, and just talk about life. And by the end of that, it would be this is the song that I want to make. And today it was the tension with he and his wife, and how do you move past that in X, Y, and Z? Um, so I wrote it for another artist, but I told him very specifically, I'm going to use my wife as uh, uh, inspiration for this song. Cause I can't talk, I can't write about arguing with your wife. Cause I've never, I've never argued with your wife. Right. So two was actually really easy for me to write because I didn't have to think about my audience. It was, hey, here's the lyrics. It's just full transparency. Here's the lyrics. Um, the song didn't make their album clearly. It had been sitting. And um, what we did not have on two for one was tension. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Two for one, positive. Yeah. MVP, positive. I see you, positive. Uh, no more positive. We. It's like, that's not our marriage in any way, shape, or form. Um, it is overwhelmingly positive. We have tons of fun together. We argue like cats and dogs at times. <laughs> that's real. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Catch-22 is actually the easiest song for me to write. Um, I think we were in a good space at that time because you came out to those L.A. sessions for a week. Yeah, um, like, at, like yeah, it wasn't spurred on. Yeah, it wasn't spurred on by, like, I argued at 5 p.m. <laughs> and then wrote the song at 6. It wasn't like that. Right. Um, but, but I knew we had to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, like, that stuff. Actually, that you, now that you say that, the second verse was not written in LA. The second verse was written in our town home mm -hmm. two years ago. And that was after a stint. <laughs> of mm -hmm. So to like, yo, don't text me a paragraph. And we were just like, that was in real time. In oh, the okay. <laughs> and also with those Beyonce references in that song, Dangerously yes. in Love mm -hmm. to the Lemonade, we felt that. <laughs> I feel like every woman has been there, like the two extremes. <laughs> So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you speak on uh, worrying about your audience, and a question we were going to ask you was related to kind of your genre because um, you kind of were, at least for us, introduced to the industry when you were touring with Lecrae. And so, you were uh, known more of like on the Christian kind of artist side. But with this EP, it feels very. Um, like uh hip-hop r&b feel to it um so did you have any hesitation with this ep because of your fan base uh not with this one there was a period of silence that i was actually going through 
uh, in 2016, which is why I said at the time, I didn't have to worry about my audience. Because if I was making it for me at that time, I would have been very worried about how they would receive me talking about arguing, sex, all those things. Like, um, but uh, life kind of, you know, knocked me on my behind for a while. Um, and in that, I realized the things that matter and catering to man-made standards don't matter to me. Um, so that's A. B, I'm kind of this artist that uh, I am Christian, grew up that way, grew up a believer, still am. But like my foundation musically with hip hop is not Christian artists. It's Tribe Called Quest, Kanye, Jay, Outkast, like Common, all of those. So when I think about music and bars and lyricism and I'm all those things, I'm not measuring myself up against Christian hip hop artists. Mm -hmm. I'm measuring myself up against like, how would Lupe say this? How would X, Y, and Z say this? And you hear that in the music. It's not like I'm throwing a Bible at you. You can definitely hear, oh, he believes in Jesus. He's a no mm -hmm. problem. But I'm not throwing a Bible at you. So at this juncture, to be all the way honest, I'm too old to care about <laughs> if people are going to um, dislike things that are not inherently wrong. It's like I'm celebrating healthy things, very healthy things. It's like, why would I not want to talk about that? And I'm not worried about the, you know, 14-year-old white kid that doesn't like it. I don't, I don't care. You, would you like to be considered as a hip hop artist or do you want to stay out of a box, not labeled? Which would you prefer? I don't have a, I don't have a preference. Uh, am I a rapper? Yes. Am I a Christian? Yes. So if you call me just a rapper, I'm fine. If you call me a Christian rapper, I'm fine with that as well. Um, I think what you said, staying out of the box is cool for me because yeah. it allows me to function in so many different worlds. It's like the people that have been tracking with my music since 2008, they are inherently going to put me in this Jesus box. Mm -hmm. My last album that came out at the top of last year, Sunshine, mm -hmm. opened me up a new world of people that hadn't been tracking since 2008. Mm -hmm. And they didn't put me in a category. It was just like, yo, the music is good. So I don't, I don't have a preference on rapper that's a Christian, Christian rapper, rapper, anything like that. Makes sense. So the, I think the last song we wanted to point out was I See You. Um, what did you specifically want to ask related to that? So basically, you know, it was, we basically saw you were giving props to your woman, you know, and we wanted to know how important do you think that it is to have a woman with good, you know, goals and foundations, um, values in order to succeed? Um, I think it's vital. A, I was thinking because I think every couple should define success on their own. Mm -hmm. or you'll get trapped in comparison. But um, I hate when people are like, this woman and this man came together to make each other whole. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't stand that. Mm -hmm. This is a whole person on her own. I'm a whole person on my own. We come together to make a union. So she does not come um, to live under me. She does not come to succumb to and acquiesce to my goals and my agenda and X, Y, and Z. Am I the leader of the household? No question. But Imani has goals, Imani has dreams, Imani has hopes, Imani has all of these things. And the friend that I say that I have on the record, I'm really lying if I say, hey, you need to put all of that away for what I'm trying to do. Yeah. That's A. And then B, 
it's just hella sexy to see her be like, I want to do this. I want to do, I'm going after this goal. I'm going after this X, Y, and Z. So uh, I think that it's, it's vital, foundational to any relationship um, for each person to have their own dreams, but then also to be able to come together and say, this is what we want to achieve together. Yeah. Amani, what tips would you give to giving a good balance of, you know, supporting your partner's dreams while still pursuing your own? So I always said, like, when people were like, man, how do you do whatever said thing is? And I think for me, it was helpful to live in the reality of what our situation was. And I think being aware of, I hate season is such an overplayed word, but what <laughs> season of life you're in. Um, so there's times where it was my time to be the supportive wife who's like, all right, this, you go after your dreams. Um, and to live in that reality and, and be not only comfortable in it, but actively supporting him in his dreams. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's times where now he's saying like, all right, yeah, babe, you go after that. You do this. I've got it. And so there's a real trade off um, that needs to happen, as well as being super aware of where you guys are in life. Because if you guys are both trying to go after not saying you can't, but if you start to find that there's a clash you may need to sit back and be like, all right, is it time Is it time for both of us to do this or what's going to be our compromise? How are we going to work through this together? That's good advice. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. um, what, what do you think is the hardest part of that balance of kind of still living? And this is to either one of you, but I guess more so Amani because you're the one who more so is supporting somebody who's working in the industry. So how do you yeah. balance kind of like not losing yourself, I guess, in his artistry. Because the reason I ask that is because a lot of women um, that I see who are dating men in the industry, they do lose themselves and they lose value in themselves and forget about who they are. So how do you manage that? Hey, I definitely think it's tough mm -hmm. to not do that. So I think anybody who's struggling with that, it's not an easy road and I definitely had times where it's like I don't know I mean it gets to the point where it's like I don't know what I want to do at all which is like uh uh girl um so I think <laughs> even if it just starts with like little things that you love to do weekly like one of the things we adopted when we moved to Atlanta um we had some friends and they're like oh yeah I have a day off and you're like a day off like what is that but that was like I think when you say crucial to me kind of starting to regain who I was, because beyond having a husband in the industry, being a mother, it was starting to be like, who is Imani? Like, I'm Mrs. Loop, I and I'm these kids' mom, but who am I? And so um, I started having, we started both having a day off. And so that day off, you're off from the kids. You can sleep in. You can stay in the bed all day. You can go out with your, whatever you want to do. That is your day to, like, every week to just kind of tap into yourself. So I think maybe whether that's something you need to do daily, depends on your personality, something that you need to do weekly, but making sure that you take time to tap in and do stuff solely for you so that you are aware of what you want to do. 
Now we are transitioning into our Two Cent Tuesday segment where you guys ask us for advice and we give our two cents. You can send your questions to sippinspills at gmail.com. Again, that's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S at gmail.com. Now let's get into it question um, that we're going to have you guys give us some insight on. They're here to help us out because everyone knows Amber and I are both single so we can't help y'all out with this. Um, But the question is my girlfriend of five years says she is not ready for marriage. Does that mean she is still playing the field? I'm sorry you want me to start. Okay. Uh, my initial answer, because of personal experience, is no. Okay. I say personal experience because we started dating in 2003, um, but didn't get engaged until 2007. So there was four years where I was in the girl space. It was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready to get married. Before we start started dating, I verbally said to her, I never want to get married. Um, mm. But in in your favor, Maya, it changed. When you went to the relationship, were you willing to accept he may not ever want to get married, or did you think he would change his mind? He got bold to that. Um, we were, I remember that conversation. I felt like we were in your parents' basement. I was like, well, what are we doing then? So it wasn't, it wasn't like we started dating and he came out right then okay. and said it. We were already dating. And it's not that I was ready to get married right then, but it was like, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. What do you mean? <laughs> I be married. So, um, we're going to have to work through this. It definitely wasn't like, well, we can't be together. I didn't go down that road, but it definitely was a pause for concern. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was a process for me, so it may be a process for the young lady as well. Yeah. Um, her saying, I'm not ready to get married is one thing. I would, if I was the guy, I would ask her, do you ever desire to? Because um, it's very clear that he does. Um, but if she doesn't even have the desire to, then the what are we doing question can come up. But if she does, it's just like, yo, I'm not ready, then he can honor that because um, no one's ever really ready to get married, honestly. Um, but if the girl's like, I'm really not ready to get married, it would be um, foolish of them to rush rush into that. So my initial answer to that would be no. I think, and I think that's a little vague, so I'm not ready to get married. I'm sure for the sake of the question, he didn't write a whole paragraph. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of questions I would have asked you, like, <laughs> how old are you guys? You know, because if you've been together for five years, but that started at 16, you're still very young. Mm-hmm. And so that would be okay if you're not ready. I think that he could look at it, the positive spin he could take on it would be that she's honest and aware enough of that to say like, hey, I'm not ready to get married. I think a lot of people can feel pressure when the other one is ready to get married and maybe go into something that they aren't in quotes ready for. Again, we don't necessarily think that you ever arrive to a point of being ready for marriage, even when you think you're ready. (laughs) You don't get hit with once you're actually married. It's like, oh, I'm ready for that. Um, But if she's still aware enough to say, hey, I don't think I'm ready to commit, I don't think that the, that he needs to go like up the street and around the corner to like she's still playing the field. Yeah, that's, that's um, that was an interesting caveat. Y'all have been dating for five that's years. That's what I'm saying. Context. So you're clearly very committed yeah. in, in a in a relationship. 
but his response to her saying, I'm not ready to get married and she might be with other guys. I think that may be some internal work mm-hmm. that he needs to do, not even necessarily her. Mm-hmm. She's being honest and transparent, saying like, yo, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. His response being disappointment or frustration, I think would be warranted, but like, you cheating on me? It's like, uh, <laughs> He, he may need to do some internal work yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when I was looking initially at this question, because I I see both sides of it, and I do, I've come across women who they have been in relationships for, say, five plus years with somebody, and they're not ready for marriage, but it is because that they feel like they might, they might feel that their partner isn't enough, and so they feel like they can st- they kind of want to like stay available even though they're still dating that person in case the right person comes across so that's what i took it as when he sent that message in um but i i do agree also that that could also be insecurity on his part too yeah i could see both sides as well yeah i think having an honest conversation is the best thing that they can do like hey whatever he calls him hey babe why (laughs) You feel like you're not ready? Do you feel like there's some personal growth that you have? What do you even describe? What would ready look like to you? Um, because that may be something that they can talk through and it may be like, hey, those are things that I'll never be able to fulfill for you. And that might be some internal work that she has to do, some personal work she has to do. So I think rather than maybe trying to guess why she's not ready, just sit down and have an honest conversation. Like, hey, we really need to hash this out because it's concerning to me. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Communication is key. Communication is key. (laughs) So I hope that their insight helped whoever sent that in, as well as any other man or woman out there who feels the same. Again, thank you so much, Swoop and Amani, for stopping through. We are so thankful to have you guys. And also, um, check out his EP, Two for One, is going to be in the description box down below with all the information and the links. Check out the video, all that fun stuff. So, (laughs) until next time. A one woman man never gotta cheat though When he know that two for one is the cheat code uh, I got a wife and a girlfriend It's two for one, a ten on ten uh, I got a girlfriend and a wife That means she down the aisle and she down the Where did I get you from? I fell in love when I laid eyes on you We make love when I lay it down on you I told my girl that my woman's so loyal She said you won, you got two for one